Um, there is a word from the Lord on today. Um, I'm going to be coming from Matthew 1, the first chapter of Matthew, and we're going to be looking at verses 18 through 21. That's Matthew 1, um, first chapter of Matthew, and we're going to be looking at verses 18 through 21. And I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. It's Christmas, and so I wanted to kind of dive in on some Christmas um, theme, if you will, and so we'll... we'll don't plan to be before you long on today, and so we're going to dive in. Matthew 1, verses 18 through 21. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly but after he considered this an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream and said joseph son of david do not be afraid to take mary as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the holy spirit she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name jesus because why he will save his people from their sins or as a topic on this morning i would like to use for your listening you are not the father you are not the father you are not the father is a phrase popularized by the Maury Povich show. I don't know if you've seen the show, but Maury was on the air for over three decades. I like some of you know what show I'm talking about. Making him the longest running daytime talk show host in TV history. And now it's no longer on the air, but even now as I am minding my own business, scrolling on social media, every once in a while, Maury pops up in my news feed. And on occasion, even I, Minister David, I get sucked into watching a rerun of um, one of the episodes. A mother is on the show um, with the request to reprove that this man is the biological father of her child. The mother presents evidence surrounding the con conception. She brings some character witnesses to the table with her. And sometimes she will even put a picture of the baby on the screen just to tell that man, you see, this baby has your eyes. Now, after hearing each side, Maury sits down with both parties to read the results of a fraternity test because while we know DNA is accurate and it doesn't lie, and he proceeds to announce whether the male guest is the father or not. Now, watch this. On occasion, after all of the compelling evidence, after listening to the testimony of character witnesses, after posting all these pictures of the baby, Maury still delivers these words, you are not the father. And this week, after, you know, seeing a couple of episodes on my feed, 
uh, my mind drifted to Joseph. Joseph, you see, was a righteous man, and the Bible says he was a keeper of the law. This means that even though Mary was given to him to be his wife, he never touched her. And even though he, she was promised to him, he didn't go in and test drive the car before the purchase was finalized. He never went to her chambers to lay with her because that would have been a sin before God and a clear violation of the law. And because Joseph was a righteous man and a keeper of the law, he did not need a fraternity test. He did not need DNA. He did not need to sit on the couch to deliberate with Maury. Joseph knew he never touched Mary. So Joseph didn't need anybody to tell him, you are not the father. Joseph knew that this baby that Mary was carrying in her womb was not his. But now Joseph has a dilemma. Mary tells him, I'm with child, but I am still a virgin. Imagine how Mary must feel in this moment. Imagine how Joseph is looking at her when she tells him, I am pregnant, but I haven't been with you or any other man for that matter. Imagine having to tell your fiance the person that you have grown to love, the person that you want to build a home with, the person that you want to start a family with, that there is a baby growing inside of me. But I cannot clearly articulate to you how it got there. Theologians um, love to ask, and they've even wrote a song about it, Mary, uh, uh, did you know? And grappling with that question, one thing when you examine the text is abundantly clear. She knew for sure that Joseph was not the biological father. Joseph was, again, he was a righteous man and a keeper of the law. And she knew as well as him that he never touched her. And now Joseph is faced with a decision. This woman I love, this woman that I have spent this time courting, this woman that was promised to me, this woman that is supposed to be my wife is telling me she is pregnant. And I know I didn't even touch her. And now the law requires, it suggests that we stone her. The law requires we kill her and the baby because of this sin. Joseph is angry. He's disappointed. He's frustrated and a bit um, confused by all of this that, have, that has transpired. And even though he felt betrayed by Mary, he still didn't want to watch her die. It's complicated. Even though she hurt him, he loved her so much that he did not want to kill her or the baby of what he perceived as a mistake. And watch this before he goes to sleep. Before the angel ever appeared to explain and confirm and make him feel good about the situation, Joseph immediately made up in his mind, instead of exposing her to public disgrace, instead of giving her what he knew the law requires, instead of killing the baby, he said, I will divorce 
her quietly. And what he did in this moment was, despite what she did or what he thought that she did, he decided, I will show Mary compassion. And this is the moment where I realized that Joseph was chosen too. We always talk about Mary being chosen, but Joseph was chosen too. The Virgin Mary was chosen to carry Jesus, but Joseph had a role to play too. Who is the father? It had to be Joseph. Jesus was born fully God and fully man. He was human and divine. He was two complete and distinct natures in one body. The Bible says it this way. He emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man. Jesus was fully committed to this human part of the process. And in his life, when you study the Bible, we see he experienced hunger. He experienced thirst. He experienced temptation, pain, and suffering. But before he went to the cross to die, he experienced the love of an earthly father. Joseph was a righteous man and a keeper of the law. But it was Joseph that raised Jesus and showed him compassion in spite of the law. And why is this relevant? Every Sunday we get up here and before service we reflect and say, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. According to the law, our sins should have separated us from the love of Jesus. According to the law, because we messed up, all hope should have been lost. According to the law, we should die. But God, thank God, he did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world might through him be saved. The law said that Mary should have died, but Joseph said, I will give her compassion. The law said Mary needed to pay with her life, but Joseph said, you cannot take her life. The law said we deserve death, but because Jesus had a Joseph, Jesus learned at the very early age that we should have life and we can have it more abundantly. Jesus had an earthly father named Joseph. He had an example of what compassion looked like, what redemption looked like, what forgiveness looked like. He saw what unconditional love looked like. It had to be Joseph. And listen, because Jesus had a Joseph, he learned and he came to the conclusion that I will show mercy. I will give them grace. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. It's his compassions that fell not and they are new every morning. Joseph was not the biological father, but he was the father that God chose. And I believe him being chosen, he helped raise Jesus, Jesus and made sure Jesus fully understood the assignment. He said, I'm going to love them in spite of. I will show them compassion even when they mess up. 
I will give them grace when they don't get it right. I will give them mercy even when I see them trying. I will give them life when they deserve death. When the law requires death, I'm going to let them live. And the story goes this way. Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. They hung him high. I think you know it. They stretched him wide. He hung his head for me and for you he died. But guess what? That is not how the story ends. In three days he rose again. And it's my position on this morning to fully understand the ending. You got to go to how it all began. And at conception, there was a righteous man named Joseph who was a keeper of the law, who knew he was not the father. But even though the law required death, he didn't give Mary what she deserved. He chose to let her live. And I believe what Joseph did for Mary is the same thing that God will do for you and I. And on this morning, I am forever...